This is News Talk 980 CKNW. This is the App Show, unlocking software secrets for smartphones, tablets, TVs, and more. Here's Mike Agarbo. Well, exciting times. I'm your host, Mike Agarbo, in studio with me today. I've uh, got two co-hosts and app experts, Christina Stoyanova and Graham Williams. I've worked with them for many years. You've probably heard Christina on our Get Connected radio show, Saturdays, uh, 10 a.m. Uh, here on CKNW as well, where we cover everything about technology, smart homes, connected devices, computers, digital cameras. Uh, and again, we've been doing that one for 17 years. You got to tune into that uh, as well. But this show, as the title is called, The App Show, is all about the world of apps. And uh, every single week, we are going to give you the best uh, of what we have found out there. Uh, hot uh, gaming apps, uh, productivity apps, and just fun apps uh, in general. And also a few crazy ones uh, as well. But you know, what is an app? You know, we've got all these connected devices now and, uh, you know, everything from tablets, smartphones, TVs, cars. Christina, tell the listeners what we're talking about when we say app. Well, when we talk about an app, we basically are talking about a piece of software that is executable, which means that it is performing a specific task. So not all software is an application because some things just run and they're not performing specific tasks, but all apps are pieces of software, if that makes sense. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. And, you know, we see apps, uh, like I was saying, everywhere. You know, I think we're used to the whole app notion uh, on our smartphones and tablets, but, uh, you know, there are apps on computers like Macs and and Windows uh, PCs. Uh, And now we're seeing them in other places. They're on our televisions. Uh, they're on our video game consoles. They're even coming in cars now, which is kind of a, uh, a crazy thing. That's right. So when we talk about apps on this show, it won't be limited to the apps on your smartphone or tablet. It will extend to all of those other devices. Well, and, uh, you know, I think there's one company and one device that really made the app word and, and apps in general really stand out. And the app economy now is estimated to be uh, in the trillions of dollars. I think two uh, $2 trillion a year. And that's everything from uh, the purchase of apps uh, and purchases made through apps like e-commerce apps uh, as well. So it really has changed the world over the past 10 years. And on that note, uh, Graham, I know you're a big uh, Apple fan. 10 years ago, Apple came out with the iPhone. The iPhone. And I mean, when this thing was announced, Steve Jobs said it was it was three things, right? It was a, a widescreen iPod. Uh, it was an internet browser and it was an internet communicator. And he actually repeated it. He, he said, you know, are you getting it? And I think, the, you know, the atmosphere at that time was sort of, uh, have they done it? Like, is this actually the next big thing? Because Apple was still riding high with the iPod. But we were, we were starting to say to them, you know, what, what's next? Like, can you keep driving this? And of course, there's this device now, which... It has a camera. It has a web browser. It's uh, it, it's a telephone as well. Um, no buttons. Like there's there's one button on the front of this thing, and the volume on the side, and the power at the top, and that was it. You know, whereas we used to have dial pads or keypads and all of these things. So this was a this was a huge change for us. I mean, I, I remember where I was at the time, glued to my screen, watching Steve Jobs talk about this. I, I remember too because we couldn't even get it in Canada for I think almost close to a year. So uh, a lot of us actually went down to the U.S. Uh, and purchased the phone down there. And then 
uh, had it uh, unlocked so that it would work on uh, one of the carriers, and you know, typically that would be Rogers uh, up here in Canada uh, at uh, at the time. Uh, but to unlock the phone back then was a very uh, tricky and dangerous process. It was hardware based. You had to have someone that knew how to take the phone apart and kind of mess around with the uh, the wiring and the chips inside. And I mean. If you remember that, had a 2G radio as well. So you get this thing unlocked, you come back to Canada, and the poor thing just, it couldn't keep up with the data it was trying to put through. And, you know, meanwhile, it's 10 years later, and look at what we've got in the way of iPhones and, and whatnot in, in, the, in, the, in the meantime. Well, yeah, I mean, it's 10 years old now, and, and let's look at some of the things that uh, the iPhone actually killed or, or made obsolete. And there is a long, long list of them. And, uh, you know, I think uh, one of them would be cameras in general. I mean, cameras uh, like point-and-shoot cameras and digital SLRs are completely uh, gone. But, you know, back uh, back then, you know, the market for those types of cameras were about 100 million of them a year. That number, Graham and Christina, is down to 24 million a year. And a large part of it is because of smartphones. Uh, you know what Apple did, uh, you know, incorporating a half-decent camera into the uh, iPhone in the beginning. I remember the, the actual moment that this was sort of the big awakening for a lot of camera companies. It was when Flickr, they keep track of the, the number one brands who, uh, of photos that are submitted. And for years and years and years, it was Canon. And when the iPhone 4 was released, that's actually when it crossed over. And the, the number one brand on Flickr for pictures submitted became Apple. It was a, it was a very strange day. Like, now here's, a, here's a technology company that's stepping into the camera space and actually taking it over. So what are some of the other things that it's killed? Uh, a big one for me would be uh, the incorporation of the, the GPS uh, into the iPhone and, and then smartphones uh, from there. Uh, that killed so many different things. Remember all the GPS companies, you know, the little handheld and car GPSs? That was a huge business. And literally in the space of a few years, it, it really put a dent in that. Well, when you think about it, I mean, I had a number of GPSs. TomTom was my brand of choice, and I still get emails from them asking me to update my software on those <laughs> GPSs that are in a drawer somewhere. But if, if you even have those things. But, you know, talking about the GPSs, uh, maps. Who uses maps anymore? Like I was talking to, uh, you know, my kids uh, recently and just telling them, back, you know, 15 years ago, if I had to find somewhere and I didn't know where to go, and they're like, well, how did you do that? And I'm like, I had to have a map. I always had a map in the glove compartment. And if I was traveling, you know, I had rented a car. If I was traveling in Toronto, I would have to drive to a gas station either to ask directions, which they never knew where the heck anything was anyway, or I had to buy a map. And it, it's it's one of those moments where you had a bit of fear when you were driving places. Like, yes. I, I have to get here and I don't know which side of the street it's on. I don't know what it looks like. Nowadays, you just, you know, hey, Siri, go find this for me. And she takes you there. So, you know, some of the other things, uh, you know, that, that it's really changed, music players, uh, digital music players were just starting to become popular back when uh, the iPhone was introduced, including the Apple iPod. But essentially that whole market has been kind of decimated uh, as well because everyone just has the music on their smartphones. Uh, calculators, uh, cookbooks. I remember like uh, we used to have a ton of cookbooks. Yeah, cookbooks it, are huge, and most of uh, the recipes people find now are either on their iPhone or their iPad. Uh, what about this one, guys? Flashlight. Something I use every single day, right? It's just you pull it out of your phone, out of your pocket, slide up, tap the flashlight on. When the iPhone first came out, uh, the first time that it had a flash, it was a jailbreak hack to turn that on. And everyone was freaking out, what's going to ruin your battery life? And now, can you imagine having a phone that didn't have a flashlight built into it? Well, yeah, that's interesting. Um, it, it didn't have it built into it. 
I mean, it had the Flash, but you had to download a Flashlight app. Uh, and then Apple made that obsolete one day when they thought, we'll just incorporate that right into the operating system as well. Some other things, we were actually putting a list together uh, before the program, uh, and one of the things came up was voice recorders. And I know you, Christina, were like, uh, who uses voice recorders? And of course, Graham right away. I, I do. I should have known. <laughs> I should have known. But obviously, that's built uh, right into the uh, you know uh, the iPhone and smartphones in general now uh, as uh, as well. Uh, another big thing, uh, kind of kind of related. I know the internet had a big part, but fax machines. Uh, you know, a lot of people still use fax machines because you could send documents back and forth and, and sign them. But now, obviously, with uh, iPhones and smartphones, uh, you can get those documents right to your phone and do the signature right on the screen with your finger. It's Yeah, it's just tap markup, and it's really easy to do. I mean, PDFs have changed the, the whole world of fax machines right there. And uh, looking into the future, guys, what do you think they're going to change again? I think uh, one big thing would be uh, the wallet, uh, you know, how we use credit cards and, and debit cards, because uh, Apple, uh, again, pushed... Uh, the envelope on this, they came out with Apple Pay. I know Android has got Android Android Pay and Samsung Pay and, and what have you. Everyone's kind of following down that uh, road. But I can see in, you know, 10 years, who is going to have any cards in their pocket? The, the real challenge for me is, is suppressing my disappointment when I walk up to a cash register and I see the little sticker that says, no tap. I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. You can't use your... your I'm uh, rolling my eyes. <laughs> I hear this daily. <laughs> The struggle is real. But what are some other things? Like, uh, you know, the iPhone, I think, in many ways has uh, helped, uh, you know, turn business down uh, brick and mortar stores. Like more and more people are buying things through their 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 phones, their iPhones. I mean, there's a couple of retailers out there that have, they use the camera app. So basically you can scan UPC codes. So if you're in a brick and mortar store, you can actually compare that to other stores online. It's a, it's a very aggressive way to start taking that business. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, what do you think the iPhone has uh, killed or uh, changed uh, out uh, in the world? You can visit our uh, our website. Uh, we've just put it up, so uh, bear with us. We're still working on it. It's the uh, App Show uh, or App... How, what is it, Graham? AppShowRadio.com. AppShowRadio.com. I can't even remember yet. Uh, on there, we also have links to our Facebook page where you can interact with us and, and give us uh, you know what you think and, and also tell us about some of your favorite apps. But, you know, speaking of iPhone, it's that time of the show. iPhone tip of the week. Unleash the power of your iOS device. And this this week's tip of the week is for your iPhone. And this time we're looking at a feature called Night Shift. So if you've ever found yourself checking your phone before you go to bed, you're having trouble sleeping, well, you're not alone. That's because your iPhone gives off blue light. And blue light is a type of light that actually messes with your body's circadian rhythm. It disrupts your ability to fall asleep. It's not a natural light like sunlight. So if you've got an iPhone, you can fix this by turning on a feature called Night Shift. Now what it does is it changes the, the color and tone of the screen to a warmer yellow color after sundown and before sunup. So in that time when you probably should be falling asleep, and that makes it easier to fall asleep after you've had a round of Candy Crush. So to turn on Night Shift, you tap Settings, choose Display and Brightness, and tap Night Shift. Then you switch the uh, scheduled toggle to on. Now, when you, once you've done that, you can tailor how warm you want Night Shift to be by sliding it left or right, and you can customize it so it feels right for you. So that's Night Shift, and that's this week's App Show Radio Tip of the Week. We still have lots more apps to talk about here on uh, the App Show, and again, thanks for tuning in to our first uh, episode. Later on in the program, Travel App of the Week. We'll also have Crazy App of uh, the Week. 
We'll also be discussing some of the hot new releases uh, when it comes to TV streaming apps like Netflix, Amazon, and Crave TV. So all the uh, the latest new movies and uh, TV series. So you want to stay uh, tuned for that as well. And uh, we also, of course, will talk about uh, Android uh, tips and uh, apps and the hottest new smartphone. Stay tuned. We'll be back shortly after this. Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk. This is News Talk 980 CKNW.